learn, we will laugh, we will love. At the end of the day, we will give flowers to the people. Listen to Unity Christian Fellowship with Bishop Nelson K. Williams, Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. right here at Rejoice. We are Rejoice. W-R-E-J, Richmond, W-267-CB, Richmond. Thank you for listening. Here is your AccuWeather forecast on Rejoice 101.3. Mostly cloudy this afternoon, high 71. Remaining mostly cloudy tonight, low 52. Tomorrow, a bit of sunshine and pleasant, high 71. Increase in clouds tomorrow night, low 51. For Sunday, a bit of sunshine and comfortable, high 75. Plan with confidence. Download the redesigned AccuWeather app today. For AccuWeather on Rejoice 101.3, I'm Cheryl Golden. If anyone asks, you're listening to Rejoice, WREJ, Richmond, 101.3 FM, 990 AM. Hi, this is Tammy Mobley. I am a survivor of domestic violence. My personal mission is to educate and inform people about the red flags in an unhealthy relationship and the effects of domestic violence. This show, we will also talk about life challenges, incarceration, health scares, factors of racism, and much more. Let's start surviving today. Welcome to Beyond Surviving with Tammy, where we recognize, empower, and support survivors. I am your host, Tammy Mobley, domestic violence survivor and advocate, certified empowerment and relationship coach. This morning, my in-studio guest with me is Julie Carden. Julie Carden is actually the founder of Grace Home Ministries, and Grace Home Ministries is a nonprofit organization based in Central Virginia, focusing on supporting teen parents through parenthood. Stay tuned after this commercial break to find out why Julie started the organization. Don't go anywhere. Hey, Rejoice listeners, this is Tammy from Beyond Surviving with Tammy. Do you know a teen girl that can benefit from an all-girl empowerment group? Real Girls Responsible, Empowered, and Love is a fun, interactive empowerment group helping girls process the ups and downs of teen life through character and leadership development with a strong emphasis on healthy relationships. Registration is now open for our Chester location. For more information, call 804-466-1135. 804-466-1135. Who are we? We are Real Girls. Hi, I'm Mama Shells of Mama Shells Cafe, home of the Soul Rolls, located at 10811 Hall Street Road. Give us a call at 804-912-1644 or order online at mamashells.com. Ask us about our off-site catering options. We also offer online ordering through Grubhub, Uber Eats, and DoorDash. Follow us on social media at Mama Shells Cafe. That's Mama Shells. We're Seoul, south of the James. Welcome back to Beyond Survivor with Tammy, where we recognize, empower, and support survivors. Again, I am your host, Tammy Mobley, domestic violence survivor and advocate. Good morning, Julie. I am here with Julie Carden from Grace Home Ministries. And one of the things that Julie told me right before we started was that one in three women have had an abortion. So Julie is here to actually share her story about um, terminating a pregnancy as a teen and the reason why she started Grace Home Ministries. So welcome, Julie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So could you share a little bit about your story? Yes, absolutely. When I was 14, I found myself with an unplanned pregnancy um, as a teenager. I think a lot of teenagers, they think that sex equals love. And we know that there is no truth to that. And so I gave myself away. And um, we were we were both babies at the same time. So 
I don't like hold on to that or anything, but basically I did not share with my parents at all. And I, maybe I could have had support if I had of, but I did not. And um, so the father of the baby just basically said, you're going to go have an abortion. Well, I didn't even know what that was. I'd never even heard of it. Right, at 14. Yes, I've never heard of that. Mm -hmm. And so I was taken to a clinic, and at the clinic they told me that everything was going to be all right, that this is going to take care of it, and you will be, you will be just fine. Mm -hmm. And there's no truth to that whatsoever. Um, so I followed through, and I went, and I did, and I realized afterwards the extent <clears throat> sorry, of, um, of what I'd done. So much so that I heard a crying baby at night. Every night I would try to go to sleep and I would just hear a baby cry. And I tried like punishing myself in, in so many ways, you know, because I was like, I don't even deserve to be here. Why am I here? And so I went through high school and no one would have known because I was the cheerleader. Um, I had to continue on, you know, and act like everything was just okay. And so, but on the inside, I was truly just dying and just surviving. And I'm going to fast forward um, to ever since that day, I always wanted to be a mom. Like the desire to be a mom was just so deep. And so I found my husband and um, he was the first person that actually, because I think about this, about what would what does it take to reach, you know, when a teen does come to us mm -hmm. and they, you, you know, I'm pregnant and we need to show them unconditional love, right? you know, to be able to meet them right where they're at. And my husband was the first person that had shown me unconditional love because I'd shared my whole story with him and he still loved me anyway. He wanted to marry me. <laughs> so I'm going to move a little bit past that. And I hadn't dealt with any of my abortion or anything we did get married and he hadn't dealt with any of his stuff so we carried around all these things in our back pocket mm. and so I did get pregnant three months after um, our marriage and um, but it all we did was fight like I said I mean I, it was not good it was bad so at the beginning of so I want to um because I want to go back to where you said that you um you terminated, terminated the pregnancy, but were you alone? Like, were your parents not there? Did they still not know that you were going through this procedure? They did not know. You did not, your parent did not have to be there. No, they had no idea. At 14 years old, you still didn't need parental assistance? I did not. No. So who um, accompanied you? Was the father of the baby there No, with you? no. <laughs> Actually, his sister and his new girlfriend because he had moved on. <laughs> wow. Yes, yes. Wow. Again, I'm... I don't hold any hostile, yeah. any, anything, any kind of feelings towards him. He was just a baby too, yeah, you know. He, he I just want to, I, I, I want to hear your story, but I want to pause because I okay, want yeah. to have like if parents are listening on, on this, to this, how, you know, a traumatic experience, first of all, losing your, vir I don't know if you lost your virginity I to did. this, but losing I your did. virginity to the someone. The first time. Right. The first time. The first happens. time. Okay. Very first time and I got pregnant. Yes. First time having um, sex, parents got pregnant at 14, had to terminate the pregnancy. The father of the baby, 14 old at the time, wanted you to get rid of the baby and had already had a new girlfriend. 
Yes. At 14 years old. Yes. And why I wanted to repeat that is because I work with young girls, mm -hmm. right? And then a lot of time, you know, when I say, when I say, do your parents think it's okay for you to have a boyfriend? And they say, no, my mom, they do too much. But I think that at that age, you don't realize that how fickle love is, right? You love that person one week and then you're not in love the next week. Yes, yes. It, 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 you're right. And we're, we're immature, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, sex is made for marriage. Mm -hmm. And um, the consequences, we don't get to pick the consequences, you know? So when you, after you had the termination and you were home, how were you able to still hide it from your parents? I just did. I laid in bed by myself and just cried mm. and just cried. Um, I, I did. I don't know, honestly. I don't know, but I did. Right, right. This, this, and then you said you had dreams about babies crying. Yes. Every single night. Mm. Every night. But I can't tell you. I can't wait to get to the part, the good part, okay. where I tell you when yeah. it goes away. Okay, <laughs> because I, I'm like my heart is breaks for that 14 year old mm -hmm. girl in, inside of you. All right, so fast forward, you meet this wonderful man, you get married, you had you get pregnant, and then you say you fight all the time. Yes, because I hadn't dealt with any of my things, you know, on the inside. What I'd seen, you know, my parents did get divorced when I was younger, and mm -hmm. um. Just, just all, you know, all those, all those things. I mean, and his parents were alcoholics, and so he had all that. And, and so I just knew that I had w watched this growing up. Um, my mom and my stepdad argue and fought some fight, and I didn't, I knew that I didn't want my child to have to have this life that I lived. You know, I wanted better. And so. How did you get through that? And you said um, the fighting. Um, I had come to the point where I was actually, I was like, we were going to leave. We were going to separate it. And there was a knock on the door. And they invited us to church. And so I was, we'd never been to church other than the day that we got married. And so I went there and um, I was like, okay, so this is what it's really about, you know, but I didn't really get anything. So I went home and and that was that. And then the next day, there was another knock on the door. Can you just come back? It's a revival. Can you just come back one more time? And so I went back that day, I mean, that evening, and there was, it was a message. And it was, it was about, we took a tour through hell, of, through the Bible, Scripture, but then brought it up to Jesus. And what he did for us and how he took on all of our sin, the world, you know, so we could be with him forevermore. And it just, it, it became alive, you know. The Holy Spirit just spoke to me and I understood it. And I was like, this is what I've been searching for my whole life, you know, because even on your happiest days, you're not truly all that happy, you know, when you don't have Jesus because that he is our joy. And so... Um, I looked over at my husband, and I'm just, you know, I'm just sobbing, and I'm like, I'm going forward. And this was May 19, 1990. Wow, okay. And so he goes, Julie, I'm right with you. Oh, and so we, we both went, we both went up, and, you know, and I, I prayed, and I asked for forgiveness, and, you know, and I wanted to follow after Jesus. And, 
And that's when he started changing my heart, changing my husband's heart, and the fighting stopped. I mean, things weren't perfect, clearly. Right, not right away, but yeah. that's still, right. And and so I, we decided that we wanted to raise our children for the Lord, and even though we didn't know what that looked like. That so. is an amazing, amazing. I'm glad to know that your husband, how old were you when you met your husband? I was 18. 18, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. So for four years, you were still living with the um, the trauma of terminating your child? Were you still reliving that for the yes, whole four years? Yes, I did. I did. And, and then the day that mm-hmm. I asked Jesus to forgive me, the crying went away. I never heard the crying baby ever again. Wow. Did you ever consider going through with the pregnancy and maybe adoption? Because I know that's part of Grace Home Ministries, like, talks about all different options. Did at any time... Or you just said, you know what, I'm 14. Or the son's father was just like, we just can't have this baby. We really didn't even really talk about it. It was just like, this is what you're going to do. And me being, I guess, so naive and being 14 years old, I didn't mm-hmm. think about it. I didn't go, you know. Um, and that's what I was going to fast forward to because after this, um, you know, our life started changing. We were living for the Lord instead of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so I guess... It was 2000, I don't even remember what the year, I'm not even going to try to go there, but it, I heard my first real call, the Holy Spirit put on my heart to go and be a volunteer at the Pregnancy Resource Center. Mm-hmm. And so I go there because, you know, when God puts something on your heart, you're like, oh, I want to go. You got to move. You got to move. Right. <laughs> so I went there and they're like, well, have you ever received um, God's healing? And I looked, I looked, at, I remember looking at her and I was like, God has forgiven me. I'm good. I am good. You know, I knew he took away the crying baby. I'm good. He goes, no. In order to volunteer here, we got to make sure that you're healed completely. So you have a choice. You can do a study or you can go to this retreat. Well, I went to the, I chose the retreat because I just couldn't wait to get there. I wanted to be able to share with these young women and people that are coming in the truth about abortion and really what it is. And to be able to share about parenting and adoption and their, their you know, all of their options. Right. So um, I went to this retreat and this retreat, it, it changed my life. Mm-hmm. And that is where I went and I acknowledged my child before the Lord and the Holy Spirit put on my heart that it was my daughter and her name, he named her. He told me her name is Grace. It was in my heart. And so Grace Home Ministries, yes, it is. It's God's grace, his ultimate grace. Mm -hmm. It's about my grace as well that I will get to see one day. I love, I absolutely love, love, love that story. You said you went to the retreat and at this retreat, did you speak to other women? It It was full of other men. It was actually men and women that had had an abortion. Okay. Yes. And since then, I I lead, there's a study called Surrendering the Secret, and I've led that many times, and many other children, God has revealed, and, you know, their sex, their baby, and they've named their baby, and we have a memorial service, and our God is so big that he, here we are, we, you know, we sin, and yet he wanted to bless me, you know, he blessed me, wanted me to know what my baby was. And even the name, you know, I mean, my mind can't even fathom that, how big God's grace is. 
Yes, and I want to just stop because I see people coming in. Um, good morning from Clarence. Good morning, Donna. Good morning, Araminta. Um, from Clarence, did you ever feel like you were missing love from home? The reason why that you... Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. And I have a, a question. So what if there's a parent listening or a young girl that's listening right now right. that... Um, it is thinking about sex or being sexually active and find themselves in the same situation of an unplanned pregnancy. What advice would you give them? I would, I would, oh gosh, talk to your parents. And if you can't talk to your parents, find someone that you can confide in. Just talk. Don't hold it in. Don't do like me, you know, talk. And then always remember there's always a new day, and your perspective will change. It will change just because I think sometimes when you're that age, mm-hmm. things seem so big. Right. You know, they're so big, and yes, they are, but there's nothing that we can't work through together and with someone. There's, there's someone out there that will help and support you. That's what Grace Home Ministries, I mean, they will meet you. They will meet the parents and the, the girl you know, the, the young teen, mm-hmm. right where they are. I was going to say, tell us a little bit more about Grace Home as well, because you found this wonderful organization. I, I'm saying it because I've, you know, part with them, partnered with them as mm-hmm. well. You found this wonderful organization, and you just said, why just teen moms, even, I know you were 14, why just teen moms? Because, you you know, you said in the beginning there's one in three women having an abortion. Why not just open it to all women? Why do you want to focus on teen moms? Is it because you were 14 years old? I did start. I started, well, there's a story behind it. My, my, after, after all this, God started planting seeds in my, in my heart about having um, a place where the girls could come to, pointing them to Jesus, getting them the counseling that they need, you know, empowering them with truth about parenting and adoption. And so all these things um, were just in my heart. Well, it took my my husband a little bit longer to get there because my youngest had just went off to college and he's like, what? You know, and so I would always send him pictures of houses, and he's like, mm, delete right off the phone. And so, <laughs> so one night we were getting ready to head to go out of town, and he, he, God kept him up all night. He said, You're to start this. You're to start this. And so we did. And so we had about, I guess, about 20 girls come through, but not all were pregnant. They may need it at home. But we did start with um, young ladies 18 to 21 because we didn't have to have our state license. But then the the tug in my heart was, Julie, you were 14. You do need to be there for these young girls. Mm -hmm. And that's where um, Grace Home Ministries got their state license and to be able to do, you know, to take in younger girls. Because and that you're right. That is exactly why, because I was that young girl. Do you work with um, boys as teen, teens, or is it primarily for girls? It's just girls, girls, but we do resource out because that's one thing that we want to help and do it all, but God has just really shown us that we've got to focus on, you know, exactly what he's called us to, to work on. But we do partner with, you know, other people. We have a place. I can't think of it at this moment okay. where <laughs> okay. it is. If I, I don't know. Um, but um, we at that time, we did partner 
for the fathers of the babies. There's another question in here. What do you say to the men that have gone through this um, abortion, that have, you know, experienced that? We know that the women is doing the procedure, but there are boys and men that's feeling this way also, or maybe don't even have a say in it, that the women's like, it's my body, my choice, you know, and they don't have it. What would you say to these men? Talk about it. There is a study that that retreat that I talked about. There is surrendering the secret for men as well. So I would say find find groups, reach out to your local pregnancy resource centers. Um, I would encourage you to do that. Churches, you know, that lead this. Um, But there is a study for that because I truly believe that men do need healing from this as well, as well. I don't normally recommend in the study that you reach out to the father of the baby. I'm not recommending that. But this is something that just recently happened is that um, the Holy Spirit had put on my heart to reach out just to share about grace and more importantly, to share about to share the gospel with with him. And so I talked to my husband about it and I'm like, Chris, it just won't go away. I feel like I need to do this. And I, so I had messaged him, and my husband was right there with me through the whole thing, you know, because we were just babies back then. And, and I felt like Grace, her earthly father, should know about her. You know, I just felt like he should know. And so I'd reached out, and at that time, he didn't, he didn't respond, really. Well, the other night, this was probably about two or three weeks ago, I get a message. Oh, and the Holy Spirit put it on my heart about um, sharing again. I'm like, I just don't know what it looks like. And I had recorded my whole testimony. at a, I was speaking at a church. So I just sent that to him. And it talks about grace. And um, I said, once you watch this, get back in touch with me. This was over a year ago, okay? And he reached out. He goes, he said, he said, Julie, I've been in jail, and I know what God was doing, and I, ca- and I came to know, he came to know the Lord, and he had messaged this back, and he said, Grace, huh? I said, yeah, the Holy Spirit gave me the name, and he said, um, he goes, it's beautiful. He goes, but every perfect gift is from him, and so he came to know the Lord, and then the next thing he said, he said was, he said, I'm so sorry for everything that I put you through. And those were words as a teenager. I mean, any teen would want to hear that. But again, this is not normal. I want you to know that God can get you through this. And it's not normal to reach out to them It's because God does all the healing. And especially after all these years, because you just said this was recent. This was, yes, this, this was, this is recent. And so that was really good to, that was good. That was, that was, it was healing even a deeper level that God didn't have to give me. And so, therefore, I mean, I, he, he wanted to share his testimony, but I've not heard it. And I'm okay with that. I just wanted to do what God wanted me to do. Okay. So, David is saying in here, you've spoken a lot about churches. Is there a verse you live by or want to share? Yes, it is. Yep. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I really want to share it yeah. because the biggest reason I'm here today, and I also want to encourage you as well, and you'll see after I read it. It's, it's Isaiah 61, 1 through 3. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me 
because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to grant to those who mourn in Zion, to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of a faint spirit, that they may be called oats, oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. And so I just want to encourage you to share your story, you know, because I, if, if anybody that's listening, if you find that healing and that forgiveness from the abortion, it would mean so much, you know, mm-hmm. because I, I just want you to have that freedom in Christ. And that's why I share my story. And for a teen girl, if you're out there and you're listening Oh, reach out. Reach out to Grace Home Ministries. Can you share all the information? Thank you so much for your transparency also because I know there's a lot of women um, that's probably had abortion. You said one in three had an abortion that have not told anyone and had to deal with the same thing that you had to deal with alone. Um, And they may not even have a boyfriend, sister to go with them, right? They probably had the experiences alone. It's a very traumatic experience. Share us all the information about Grace Home Ministry. I know we can't share the location, but I think like the number and the, yeah. Yes, it's, it's, um, it's Mm gracehomeministries.org. And that is the website. And you can find, you can find the phone number, but I can actually, I can pull it up if you give me one second. It, It, here it is. It is 804-621-2700. 804-621-2761. And could you repeat it again? 804-621-2761. And it's Grace Home Ministries. And even though Julie is the founder, she is not actually the person that you will see there. So tell them the person of the name, tell the name of the person. Angie Valina. And she is, she's just a gift from God. She is, the way she gives in her obedience to the Lord and her love that she has for other teen moms and single moms, she is truly a gift from God. She's amazing. She and you will be blessed. Yes, you will be blessed when you meet her. I do have one quick question. Yes. Um, um, I guess it was something that's, that's on my heart as you're talking because I know a young lady that was involved in a, um, in a, as a debutante. And the debutante, you know, they kicked her out of it because they said she was not pure and I think it was innocent. I can't remember. Like, so it bothered me so much. I don't want to say the lady's name. I don't want to say right. the name of the organization. Mm-hmm. But what would you say to organizations like that in 2021 that saying a girl cannot be a part of it because she's a parent, because she's a teen parent? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, d- I don't agree with it. Not one bit. There's not one person that's perfect. I disagree. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I just want you to want that young lady to know and every young lady to know um, having a baby is not a death sentence, right? No, you could no. overcome it. You could be the greatest person in you. And we know that you will be that. Um, and you found Grace Home Ministry just for that. 
for that young lady, even whatever decision that they they make, if they want to have an adopt, if they want to you know have their baby adopted. But you also offer tell us some of the services like the classes and things that Grace Home Ministry does. Yes, the biggest thing that we're doing right now because there is there is no home right now. Okay, there's no home, but we do have um, the girls come in and they're they're paired up with a mentor, so they meet with their mentor weekly and there are, there's a curriculum so it wherever the girls are they will meet with them and take them through you know and they go through parenting they go through adoption all of that is part of it okay. and then they also come together um as community mm-hmm. and that's when like you you'll come and you're going to come and share and yes. speak and and it's just empowering them we're just pouring into them and empowering them mm-hmm. um so that's really, it's looking like that. There's, but there's more programs. Like w- with COVID, we reached out to single moms to be able to be there for them as well. Um, we're, Christmas is coming, and we will put together elves. We will need people that will want to reach out to elves and be shoppers and to take the, the girls or the babies, whatever it is that their needs are at that time. You know, So that's coming up. Um, but it, it's, it's meeting them right where they are. And like I had shared, I th- shared with you that about going into the schools right now we are currently i want to say it's six high schools oh great in chesterfield yes or is it chesterfield? Mm-hmm. Okay. yes and um they want to add it as more of like a curriculum type thing so it's getting ready to even move more because at one school alone i believe that there is four teen moms in that school so they will be able to have the opportunity to join in so we'll need more mentors we will need um, yet more, just more help, you know, volunteers. So right. definitely. Give me a number again if they, someone wants to volunteer to be a part of Grace Home Ministries. It is. It's the same number. number. Okay. It is the same number. Again, I'll repeat it. It's 804-621-2761. And how if someone wants to just reach out and speak with you, Julie, how would they be able to contact you? They can go through Grace Home Ministries. And they would be able to reach yes, out to Yes, yes. Or they can go on my personal Julie Carden on my Facebook page as well. But Grace Home Ministries is probably the best way. I want to thank you so much, Julie, for sharing your story, for your transparency, for finding Grace Home Ministries, for being that person for that 14-year-old, for finding God, for finding Jesus, and finding a husband that walked with you because your yeah. husband could have gone a different way, right, and said, I don't want to do it. So thank you for that once again um oh your organization organization sounds amazing thank you for sharing your story once again you are listening to beyond surviving with tammy where we recognize empower and support survivors tune in every sunday right here on rejoice 101.3 fm 998 am and remember your imperfection don't stop your greatness see you next sunday Thank you for tuning in to Beyond Surviving with Tammy, where we recognize, support, and empower survivors. If you'd like to be a guest or sponsor on the show, email us at beyondsurvivingtammy at gmail.com. See you next time right here on Rejoice 101.3 FM, 990 AM at 10 AM every Sunday. And remember, your imperfections don't stop your greatness. I'm